the This Week in Music History podcast with Marty Miller from Nova.ie and Radio Nova. Hello there as we head towards the end of another year and it's been a tiring year, hasn't it? We're tired of COVID. We're tired of not going to gigs. Of course, I'm only speaking for myself. I'm tired of hanging around with my children constantly. (laughs) Bah humbug. Oh, I hope you've had a good old week. Right then, let's get into this week in music history. We're looking at the week of December 13th until December 17th. Second last little podcast of 2021. Did I say it was 2022 a minute ago? That just goes to show where my brain is at. It doesn't really work. We'll start looking back at 1999 when the Happy Monday singer Sean Ryder was ordered to pay 160 grand to his ex-management team. Why? Because he was high as a kite when he signed the contract and he didn't read the small print, which would go on to do his nut in, as he says himself. Mind you, I just love how Sean Ryder talks in general. You see, the thing was, there was none none of this with us. There was no, hey, let's get a job as well as doing this, because if it doesn't work, we've always got this to be backed up, and we'll we'll get this career going in that, and then we'll we'll make this pay for that while we finance our being in a band. So you had to be at your band, you know, 24-7, 365, and there was no, I'm going off to work a shift in that thing there you know to, to a, it was like we're into it way 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 back and a bit of a guilty pleasure to be honest with you this week back in 1944 Glenn Miller the band and orchestra leader went missing in a plane which was flying across the English Channel at the time it was never found therefore he was never found but responsible for beautiful music <laughs> It was this week back in 1990 that Rod Stewart was insisting to the world that he wouldn't put his banana in anyone else's fruit bowl. He'd found the right girl. He and Rachel Hunter, after dating for four minutes, got married. It was to be forever, if nine years was forever. Rod wasn't here. He did the right thing, stayed away. This was Rachel's moment, a chance to answer those who say the marriage won't last. A chance to answer those who say she was second choice. <laughs> and this wedding is no rebound either on anyone's part. You know, you know, it's an insult to me that everyone said that he had asked someone else to marry him before me, so it's all not true. It's no rebound. <laughs> that was Rachel turning up in New Zealand for the first time since uh, getting hitched to Rod Stewart and flying the flag for all things their relationship. In 1979 this week, The Clash gave us their third studio album, The Brilliant London Calling. Here's Mick Jones on how he would write songs with Joe Strummer. Well, we had a fantastic songwriting partnership and um, that went on for the whole time that we were working together, really. I mean, it was like a very... Very special lyricist. He was a very talented lyricist. He was like one of the best around, you know what I mean? And I sort of used to do mostly the music, but we were very close as a professional relationship. You know how hard it is to get a minute's silence going, right? Imagine how hard it is to get New York to stay quiet and still for 10 minutes, remembering John Lennon. There was two of these little events this week back in 1980. 30,000 outside St. George's Hall in Liverpool, 100,000 in New York Central Park at what would become Strawberry Fields. 
Speaking of the Beatles, this week back in 1999, Paul McCartney appeared in the Cavern Club in Liverpool in front of 300 people with David Gilmour on guitar and backing vocals and on drums, Deep Purple's Ian Pace. Quite something. This marked the last gig of the year for McCartney and of the 20th century. In 1974 this week, the guitarist from the Stones, Mick Taylor, said, Actually, I'm going to leave you lot now. You can bring Ronnie in. Ronnie Wood takes up the story. Marshall Chess and Mick Taylor were in the front seat, uh, talking very sort of whispering and sort of very heavy and all this. I wondered what was going on. And apparently that night he told him he was leaving, and I knew nothing about it. The Stones didn't want to break up the faces. They didn't want to say, hey, Woody, you know, leave that lot, come with us. But which did you is, think? Which was very you? nice of them, really, because yes. they could have been cutthroat about it. For sure. This week, in fact, Thursday of this week, a 56-year-old David Bowie demo was on the auction block, expected to go for about 12 grand. A one-of-a-kind vinyl record featuring a very rare recording of David Bowie from 1965. And also in New Stuff this week, George Harrison's solo song My Sweet Lord for the first time since its release 50 years ago got its official video. It's a bit of a weird one, very arty. Mark Hamill's in there, Joe Walsh, uh, Jeff Lynne, Ringo Starr, Danny Harrison, Olivia Harrison. You can check it all out on Nova.ie. What's this? It's the Bureau's latest scanner. Now, there's something out there. The Bureau wants you to see it. I want you to see it. I want to see it. Well, good. Get going. This week in 1971, David Bowie gave us his fourth album, Hunky Dory, which became the first to feature the band that would become Ziggy Stardust's Spiders from Mars. Here's David on David. I find that I'm a a person who um, can... um, take on the guises of, of different people that I meet. I can switch accents in, in seconds of meeting somebody and I can adopt their accent. I've always found that I collect. I'm a collector. And while we're talking about David, how about those times he changed his names? It was David Jones. And, and in the 60s you had to change it because... Well, the monkeys came along and they were just getting popular when I was just starting my career, so I very wisely changed it to Tom Jones. <laughs> True story. True story. I was Tom Jones for about a couple of weeks, and just as I was doing the photo session, he released his first record, It's Not Unusual, and so then I moved on through... Then you were David Cassidy. That David Cassidy. (laughs) And that is a little look at the week that was, from December 13th until December 17th in music history. Thank you for checking out the podcast. There's more for you all of the time on Nova.ie. My name is Marty Miller. Good luck to you now.